Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 25th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing wonderful. I just, uh, I can't wait to talk about the DR. Nothing. We're not going to be talking about anything tonight. Are we. There's not much going on. Look, full disclosure: we're thin, we're unprepared, and this one might be short. Might be completely vacuous and of no value to you but we're just putting that out there now i think we'll have some fun discussions come up with a few things we did seven podcasts last week so you know here we are i got a great i got something that's great to lead off the pod okay okay what a little carryover from last pod okay what you asked about tommy fazio tom too tom too tommy yeah yeah he's got his long flowing locks Yep. It's a little rumor I heard. <laughs> God. Tommy loves to do his work out on the golf course shirtless. Like like shaping? Like when he's actually doing the Okay. All when right. he's out on the golf course, when he's doing his, his work, he likes to be shirtless. And uh, a few of the clubs have taken exception to this. I would said, imagine. They said, Tommy, you got to put a shirt on. <laughs> to which he's resisted and he's continued to go out shirtless and it's cost him a few jobs. Oh my God. That's been the sticking point. He, he would rather not have the job than be forced to put a shirt on. Apparently, allegedly. <laughs> oh my God. That's a good rumor. I like that. I wonder if Mike Davis is going to adopt that sort of working style. I don't think I could see that with uh, Mike. Isn't that unbelievable? That is. I mean, I get like, if you know, whatever. If that just became his odd little way to do it, but I to be out there. But I, I don't get like forfeiting work because you won't. You're inflexible on that. Like, no, if you're going to make you put a shirt on, I'm out. I'm not doing this, especially given, you know, there's not, you know. It's not like it's cheap to hire a guy like that. And golf course design jobs aren't falling off trees these days, right? But he'd rather forfeit the work. Maybe for somebody with the last name Fazio. Yeah, that could be. That could be. All right, well, best of luck to Mike Davis with that. Uh, Can you imagine the conversation Mike Davis would have if they lost a client because of that and he found out that's why they lost a client? How did they become friends given this? Someone said us like they, they saw that they've been having like breakfasts or lunches, eating together a bunch at uh, Bedminster, Trump Bedminster. They, a totally unverifiable rumor. Somebody who works there said that. So just seems like a real odd couple, huh? Really strange. Strange marriage there. The no one's explained world. to me still why he's Tom the second if he's not the direct son of Tom. But I guess maybe that works. If there's two Tom, Tom Fazio's in existence in the world and they're in the same family, 
I guess you can go by second. As yeah, long so as like if your brother named their kid Brendan, would he be Brendan Jr.? No. Brendan in a second then. Maybe because he's, he's not junior. He's yeah. the second. Yeah, I suppose. We got stuff going on here in the background. Yeah, this is got, got the poor ass shower shower. It's getting out going. of the bath. Yeah. I got another follow up to last show too on Murder Rock. Local from the Ozarks, a creature of the Ozarks. Uh, Murder Rock, this person, uh, Parker, he was a camp counselor in the area and played those courses a good amount before the renovations by Tiger, the Foz, and Cor Crenshaw. It was named Murder Rock after some lore about a dude named Alf, like the uh, show. Alf Bolin. You know, this guy could be totally unvetted. The guy could be throwing me just to yeah, give me a complete thing. line. That's the thing. Some of these stories, that could be completely not true about Tommy Fascio. Murder Rock was named after the lore about it's a dude named Alf Bolin. 150 years ago, he would hide behind this rock on this road in the Ozarks and rob and kill people that would drive by. The pro shop guys said that the rock was near the 10th hole, but they wouldn't say where exactly because it was haunted and they were trying to keep a, keep people away from it. Maybe that's so why Alf, that, maybe that's why the 10th hole was so far away from the clubhouse. They tried to keep people away from it. He also did corroborate that. He's it's at least a 25 minute walk <laughs> from nine to 10. And that's with a quick one. <laughs> It's a mile. It's a mile from green to tea, and it is about. He also added, it's about a sixty-degree slope. He goes, and the driving range was built on that slope, so you're basically just hitting balls into a grass wall. <laughs> the the person that told me about that walk, I believe, yeah. was on the phone with Bill Coor when he was <laughs> well, making the walk. Well, and, he was and huffing Bill, and puffing, <laughs> and Bill kept being like, "I mean, this tea's got to be here somewhere." <laughs> And he just had to keep going. I love the idea of a range being just a grass wall because it's on such a slope. You're just, everything's going. You have no idea. The green green monster. (laughs) Golf's green monster. Somebody else sent in about that tiger course that there's like real potential. It could fall, like it could sink because they don't know, fall off the mountain because they can't map all the limestone caves underneath. That sounds like the sinkhole course that Gary Player built there. Well, they just don't, they can't map. Again, I don't know. Not not verified either way. But anyways, there's your Murder Rock follow. There's your Tommy Fazio follow. Johnny Morris might be somebody that has too much money. Yeah. Like, there's no way that resort makes money when he's spending this heaps of money to build like that tiger woods course had to have cost 30 million dollars with a design fee yeah a lot At of least. articles a lot of articles coming out of there oh really no a lot of, a lot of positive stuff a lot i'm of... looking forward to the first critique of the uh of the bunkers <laughs> that look like they are just those things are just disgusting roy was very complimentary of the bunkers did you hear him what do you say? Just like the real white sand. Well, the sand this, is nice to hit out of. How they're pushed up, he thought. Like how, like I think he might have dropped Augusta. How they're like they, they come pushed up out of the, I don't know. I guess the terrain. He was he liked the bunkers. They're but, very generic looking to me, yeah. and they do not look at all like the the setting around them. You're in this yeah. rugged 
landscape, this limestone landscape. Why don't you get some sand that matches some of the limestone? Instead, you got this bright white bullshit. <laughs> That's true. That's... You know how much that sand costs compared to like local sand? Probably a lot. Is that, it's not, is, do we know what the sand is for sure? It's not it's the like, stuff from North Carolina. The pro, it's the pro angle, whatever, probably, whatever the okay. new, latest and greatest. It's probably like 90, $90 per whatever the metric it is there they use. And then if you just go get some good local sand, it'll be like 25. So you spend like three times as much to get that white sand. And then it's not even a hazard. That's the back half of it. You know, right. the ball goes in there, and it, anybody that's got half a clue in a bunker can hit a good bunker shot out of it. I love that we're doing more on top of the rock. But, I mean, you know, some some equal time. You know, they got fluffed enough this week by every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Everybody's, you know, telling them it's paradise found. You know, maybe we just we'll add a little critique in there, sprinkle it in, even though we've not been there. This is to, you know people who have haven't been there or adding their own impressions. Okay, um, but it, you know what? It, what a great event! What a great nineteenth hole! Well, those waterfalls are just amazing. When it wasn't submerged, I mean, the water is. It looks like you know you do. Did you see guy, the box? Some guy runs in, does a cannonball, and the water just probably comes onto the green. If the guy jumps in the pot, it was all right on the edge. Did you see the tee box? How, I mean, it looked like it was sodded the day of. <laughs> you, you heard this drama about the Jets field, how everybody's complaining. Yeah, saying, yeah. Saying this isn't that. safe to even play on. I'm surprised sure. that Tiger didn't pull a muscle teen off of that freshly sodded 19th <laughs> hole. Could have ended Gary Player's golf career. Oh, uh, okay. Other follow-ups. Can we talk about Rory's quote real quick before we get into DR? Which one? The one about uh, about yeah. dominoes? I <laughs> the amount of I look. I get that we talked about it at length, but we talked about it less with Rory. It's just our own experience. That amount of like legs that the dominoes quote has had over the Cat last nip. two or three days. Cat nip. Uh, no, after Sunday, after Bryce won, he goes, I think it's brilliant, but I think he's taking advantage of where the game is at at the minute. Look again, whether that's good or bad, it's just the way it is with the way he approaches it with the arm lock putting with everything. It's just where the game's at right now. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. He's just taking advantage of what we have now. Sounds like he's saying this is bullshit. Sounds like what bothers you more? Should arm lock be outlawed? Full disclosure. I putted arm lock for like a year. Yeah. Probably from, I think like 2016, I putted with an arm lock. Yeah. Yep. Then I, I had a really bad putting day one day and I got rid of it. <laughs> but uh, it what really helped me. It? I mean, it yeah. helped. I, I became so much better of a putter by using it because like it reinforces like how you should putt. If you're at all like a sure. handsy putter. You should uh-huh. go get an arm lock and e- at least even practice. Sometimes I practice with the arm lock. Um, just Isn't that the- anchoring of a kind? Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Totally, totally anchoring. Right? I mean, it, it. you look at it, too. You know, they had this, like, knee-jerk reaction to the belly and the long putter because of the, the major winners. winners. Yeah. But now, like, you go into the OWGR, and Webb, what is he? He's, like, five or six, right? Probably. I think Bryson's yeah. five now. My my. My computer's not pulling it up, but uh, okay. But uh, you know, like two of the top ten putters in 
on tour are arm locking at least two of the top ten in Bryson and Webb. Yeah. Two of the top like all of a sudden you could start to say, like, well, USGA. Yeah. And I mean, look at it from the other standpoint is like especially when you've got pressure on you, it's a lot easier to have something anchored to your body than it is to have it exposed in your hands, right? Right, of course. Yep. Yep. Webb is seven. Bryson's five. It's not loading for me either. OWGR might be down. It's too much traffic. Might too be many crash. demand. Guess no Seratu just getting too No, it is, it is anchoring of a sort. If one's outlawed, you know, it feels like the other one should be. There's a reason Roy McIlroy calls it out because he probably thinks it's a little sketchy. He thinks it's borderline, right? Or else yeah. he wouldn't say that. He wouldn't specifically mention it. So. I imagine Rory, and this is something that I had when I watched Rory at Conway Farms. I'll never forget this. Like, you know, Ali Schneider, Jans, sure, great player, whatever. But, like, I saw Ali Schneider, Jans, driving the ball in the same spot as Rory, and I just thought, God, this is just so messed up. Yeah. He's pissed. Everybody, the the, the disparity, right? There's too many yahoos. Not yahoos. A lot of great players, but, you know, whatever. It's harder to separate. There's too many hot spots on the driver head that – yield the equal or even sometimes greater results than hitting it right in the dead center. Right. Um, I saw there was like my golf spice posted. I didn't click into the article. So I just saw (laughs) the graph that they posted. There you go. And the average driving distance per Acros data, Acros or (laughs) Arcos. Arcos. This is how much I'm into the, but per that data the the regular per- I saw this. regular person's losing yards yeah yep well i mean it's the people of arcos on their clubs so maybe they're getting older they're trying yeah. to skew older like, yeah yeah could be the same people that carry ball retrievers you don't know who's susceptible to these products and who's not um while we're on that subject let's just keep talking about old news what do you think about Rory? I think he's calling him out. He's like, I'm not saying I'm just, this is what all these guys do. it, And Ogilvy did it on your podcast too. Like they think it's complete bullshit, but they also say he's brilliant at the same time. Like they kind of like hem and haw a little bit. They want to be complimentary. Like they're not trying to bury him, but they clearly think this is bogus. If you- they're else. Go ahead. Have you and Bryson seen that? Talented. Like he's good. He's great. He was stroke skate through the bag. It wasn't just driver, but it's very obvious that these guys aren't aren't giving him full credit. And I'm not don't maybe don't think he should get full credit. They're bothered by the whole thing. It's clear. But they'll also say it's brilliant. He's taking advantage. He's doing, you know, the best with what's allowed right now. So I don't know. It's clear that they have reservations a lot. Have you? Uh... <laughs> Have you seen that Curb Your Enthusiasm? It's one of the Seinfeld re- reunion shows, and it's about uh, having said that, like how people yes. give you yes. the yes. give you the compliment, and then it's yes. like, having said that. Yes. So yes. this the Bryson thing is like he's a very talented player. I mean, he is he's doing everything within the rules. I love have, it. I love what he's doing. That, I yeah. love it. It's basically like the the carrot. Yeah. You if you hear, I love what he's doing. Likely, what's coming next is going to be a, a veiled shot at him. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think Roy's, you know, whatever he respects it in a way it doesn't in another way. So, um, but while we're on this subject, old news, more old news, we never really hit on this in the Mike Davis stuff. What do you think this really means? Like this is kind of a blow probably for the regulation. regulatory stuff, Right. We never Um, really addressed that part. It seems like an issue like, and I get it. If he's worn down and tired, like, but he seems like a critical voice and, and somebody with a lot of gravitas and somebody who's been in the room for a lot of, with a little bit of weight to throw around and is not going to be there. Oh yeah. Uh, this is one so of the sucks. things I thought about right away. Well, this, I, I think for the most part, it's just going to kick the can down the road. Who knows who they're going to hire? Like for all, they might hire some ex equipment executive as the new CEO. And then it's just all over. Then they might lift all the regulations. They'll just let everybody do whatever. Who knows what's going to happen? I yeah. think they got to they got to hire somebody that's going to come in and just doesn't. Yeah, it has no conflicts. Yeah, but what are the chances of that happening? You know, you need someone who's not going to be intimidated or worry about people. You know, powerful people pushing back on you. And like the green reading books is a perfect example. Remember they banned them. Yeah. And then they like they they just like were like, "Oh, no, we're going to let them. We're going to let them yeah. exist." Like Yeah, they, like they certain did way. They're what the did they make the, the scale smaller or they're like yeah. the page just can't be as big as it was or something like that? You take a picture of it. It's just like the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. So, I mean that that was one thing that was disheartening. And and I I don't, you know, I don't blame him for maybe not wanting to take it on, although it seems like he says he is in the next year before he bounces out. But that'd be great. It'd be a great way to make your mark and really go out on a high note what if do you he got think that about done him before he left. there for a while before he leaves? I mean, in a way, it could make him less, like, you know, f- feel like less accountable to all the other bullshit, all the lobbyists, right? In a way, he could just start shooting from the hip and throwing his weight around and get because he doesn't have to worry about, you know, these long-standing relationships. Maybe he does on the design side. I don't That's know. The thing. Some... You can't piss anybody off if you want to be a golf architect. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's all these people reacting to how he's going to make the setups really, you know, masochistic. But he doesn't even he doesn't technically do the setups anymore. A championship so you know what i was thinking about with this danny lee drama yeah i'll tell you what brendan porath does not like when anybody acts a fool on a golf course that's not true i it enjoy reminds, it I... it reminds me of sergio your your rant about danny lee reminded me of sergio it wasn't a rant the issue i have less an issue with him putt if he wants to putt on this green all day go back and forth and back and forth for 25 minutes I don't have a problem with it. It'd probably be a pace of play issue. My problem is then WD like a little punk. That's the problem. And now I'm getting New Zealanders pissed off again. You've baited me. I'm going down the road again. The WD is my bigger issue. If you want to act like a little clown out on the green, being, you know, they're a little circus act, that's fine. But you can't, then you got to stay in the tournament and finish out. You got to come back and face the music the next day and play. Play it out. That's that's the BS. You got to deal with your six putt all day the next day. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, that's what happens if in a tournament you do something dumb. Yeah. You make a dumb mistake. 
you, you, you know, you work your ass off the rest of the round, and all you're thinking about is, God, that was so dumb, you know? Yeah. Like he would have yep. the whole day been like, why did I do that on the 18th green? I really screwed yeah. myself over. I guess, you know, his playing partner was Romain Langasque, <laughs> who had to just feel like he was dropped into another planet watching this. Apparently they pulled him into the rules town. He goes, I don't know. I have no idea what happened. They made him why I was like, I have no many, I have no idea how many strokes just like shell shocked. And he had to count them back and forth. Anyways. All right. All we're right. done. Let's do an ad read. Oh, let's do an ad read. Smith Devereaux Fridays. It's time to give away a bottle of wine. SDXwines.com slash SGS. There you can find the Friday Junior 3 pick, 3 pack, or some of our favorite picks, Cabernet. We got to come up with our own name. Yeah. I think I have my I have my nominee. What is it's it? Protect, protect the points? Protect the points. It's kind of got a double meaning with yeah. the points, the points system in wine rating, whatever if, you call that. If me and you went out and made our own wine, like first time, first try, oh, built, a, yeah. built a great, what do you think our our point rating would be on the wine? When we <laughs> I don't even know what the scales are. They all well, I know hundreds, be... a hundreds, the best, right? Right, right. Do you think we could, I mean, like, do you think first time out? We could just watch a Google YouTube videos. We could produce a, a 40 point wine. It probably wouldn't be edible, quite <laughs> honestly. Whatever we put in it, the ratios would be all messed up. It wouldn't work. It probably would be like against the FDA. So, you know, it wouldn't be approved by anything. I would be guess. I, uh, do, what's the worst one you've ever seen? What's the lowest? Like, I guess I don't if think you're they really low, if it's low. Yeah, they're not putting it on the, the stand. I mean, I always see like 93, 90, you know, that kind of stuff. You never see anything below that. So, uh, I don't know. We could, we could get up to the 60s something, right? Maybe that, maybe that's a, a future content endeavor, like five years from now. Go out into the vineyards, start picking grapes. No, we make... we grow our own. Okay. Okay. So, Turn protect the points. Turn backyard into a vineyard. Uh, there you go. So, Smith Devereaux, they're sponsoring our free birthday wine giveaway. Check them out. Support the podcast. Support them. Uh, who are Join they? The are wine club That's, in turn supporting the podcast? Yes, I think the wine club people are going to get first shot at the at the protect the points. Uh, I don't even know if they'll get a shot. I think we might just be giving it out. I, who knows? Although, yeah, I may have spoken. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Here's <laughs> all right. Here's our birthday winner. It is. Hmm. What do we have here? Let me make sure I got it. Oh. Michael McNicholas. Sorry, I had it on the side. Michael McNicholas Mike emailed McNick. in. Would like to wish a happy fourth birthday. Fourth? You're giving to, this to a four-year-old? To Philip Ryder Mulrew, whose birthday is next Wednesday the 30th. His dad of legal age, P.E. Mulrew, is an avid listener. I recognize that handle. And is definitely a sicko and a big fan of the Ryder Cup. His son was born the weekend of the epic U.S. win at Hazeltine. Phil and his wife, Kristen, missed young Phillip's first birthday in 2017 for my wedding. <laughs> Thankfully, it was the President's Cup year. <laughs> Just taking Liberty, a drive. Liberty National. Drive by shot at the President's Cup. <laughs> what the hell? You know, I, I, was think, I was thinking about going to the, the 2017 Liberty National President's Cup. Yeah. And, and then I, I asked my, my cousin... I said, hey, I'm thinking about going to Liberty National or I might go to Sandhills. And my cousin, oh, my God. My cousin oh. goes, 
Are oh you my. fucking crazy? Like, <laughs> oh my God. What are you? Why are you even thinking about that? Go to Sandhills. And I did. I oh. went. Th- I went there and didn't watch one shot of the President's Cup. But I think I made the right choice. I went to Liberty National. I went to it. I went. Uh, I stayed in Manhattan. Went out for a story. Some acquaintances of Rory's. Some friends of Rory. Like incredibly worse for the wear. Didn't get out of bed one day. Just got in my car and drove home to DC. <laughs> Probably not the most professional admission, I'd say, but that thing was like over. Remember they almost won it like Friday yeah. night. I was worse for the wear. I was like, I don't need to cover this anymore. I was kind of my own boss. I got in my car. I slept slept in in the hotel and I just drove home and skipped like the last two days at least. That's my President's Cup story. There you go. I'm glad you went to Sand Hills, anyways. Um, so Michael McNicholas. First, yeah, Philip's first birthday. Who gets so it? He'll be going to his dad. One? Michael McNicholas? Or... He'll be going to his dad, <laughs> Phil Mulrow. questionable. Phil Mulrow. But you're getting it for your kid's birthday? I guess. I don't know. It's randomly drawn. I, I wasn't vetted. All right, we'll reach out. We'll send you a free bottle of wine. Thanks to Smith Who's Devereux. Who's getting it, though? Michael McNicholas? Or no, Phil no, Phil, Phil Mulrow. Okay. They skipped their first year old, their kid's first year old birthday to go to this wedding during the 2017 President's Cup. So Phil Mulrow gets happy birthday to your son, the fourth birthday. All right. Thanks to Smith Devereux sponsoring. Check them out. Join the wine club, sdxwines.com slash SGS. Should we talk about the DR? Yes. No, not really. I mean, what do you have to say? The septic tanks up top. (laughs) Sepstraga. Scott Harrington. Hudson Hudson Swafford. Swafford, Tyler McCumber. I mean, this is your Corrales Punta Cana du jour. This is the septic tank. You know his backstory? Dutch boys in the front. Ricky Barnes. Last I heard, he was calling golf college tournaments with you on that streaming service. <laughs> now he's, you know, in the mix. He, was, he talked about he talked about college practice facilities on that telecast for no, I think, fifteen minutes straight. <laughs> Why? He just was talking about how great they are. Oh, okay. He loves, 15 minutes. He loves college practice facilities. I wonder if the audience appreciated that. 15 uncut <laughs> minutes on college practice facilities. I mean, there was a lot of dead air to, to fill. I mean, it's kind of like this episode, quite what? honestly. All right. Here's the question I have for you. Uh-huh. Let's look at like the top. Let's say the, the top 29, T29 or better. Who would you most like to win? Just so that they're in PGA Tour fields for two years. Like, maybe not. Oh, God. Like, you don't want them to win to take the next step in their career, but just uh-huh. so they're around for two years. That's a good question. I mean, my real qu- my real answer is Joe Bramlett. Like, that's an actual person that deserves to it be. It doesn't count. Tour. He should be at, like. That's a, that's a serious answer, but I'm, yeah. I'm looking more of a parody. Anybody in the field, really. I mean. It's Charlie Hoffman. I mean, he'll be Steven Stallings Jr. I don't know who he is. I want him around. How about that? By the way, Charlie Hoffman, just because I saw him, he might have to fall a line. You see, he's, he's taken run at whoop. What he's do you say? Uh, he said, like, I can't, this data is not reliable. Charlie is Hoffman? 
Yeah. He's got some weight. He's a pack member, I think, too. Yeah, it was just interesting, like because everybody else is just selling it. The, you know, JT and Rory are talking about it's life changing. I was shocked to see Hoffman. Hoffman, he's like, "There's no way these numbers are right." I flew a red eye. It's not right. It was, it was interesting to hear somebody on tour say something negative. Anyways, Stephen Stallings Jr. would be my pick. Who's yours? I think it's the Dutch boy because he's <laughs> a he's never won. He's never won a tour. He's is that his, true? Yeah, he never won a tour event. I mean, yes. I mean, the, the guy was like a phenom. Right. And then he's around for two more years. He gets a two-year exemption. He's into like all the majors. He won the U.S. Amateur, right? Yeah. Am I wrong on that? He won it, oh, right? Oh, his collegiate career is unbelievable. Yeah. If you go, he's like a hit that. It's kind of amazing that he didn't win ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's the obvious pick. It'd be great to have Ricky Barnes as a regular again on tour. What about Luke Graboyas? I saw him. Is he a minor league tour player? Yeah, he's an MLGT guy. That's what I thought. You want some septic tank facts? You know his background? He went to Georgia. He grew up in Vienna. Yeah, Austria. First Austrian to have their PGA Tour card. But he moved to Valdosta, Georgia at 14. That's got to be a, a stark how many people would do the whole Vienna to Valdosta migration, right? So, That's got to be like dropping into, you know, a different planet. No? I, I think was, about that with all these college kids that go to these like random, yeah. these these European kids that are from, yes. like I think about that with like the, the Belgian pipeline, the Belgian waffle Illinois. pipeline that goes into Champagne. Like you get dropped into Champagne. You hear all this stuff about, America, then you end up in Champaign-Urbana, and it's yeah. like, what? Yeah. Where That's am a, I? A great feature to be written about, like, because they do all go to deep South schools. A lot of them, like that the Irish there's, state. There's that Irish Northern Irish pipeline. That I think is East Tennessee State, I believe. Like That's Roy where was going. Yeah, a bunch of guys go there. Like Graham McDowell to UAB, I believe. Right, just like. That's a good story to be written. Like, what is that like your first year? I feel so the like septic- Texas Tech has a bunch of guys from like going to Lubbock. You fly into, you go over to Lubbock. From- yeah. <laughs> like what? Have you ever been to Lubbock? No, I kind of want to go. I know. It sounds like just the, like, yeah. I mean, it's a city in and of itself, but you got to drive forever to get to anything else. I want to go to Marfa, too. That yeah. weird place with all the sure. museum things or whatever the hell that is. Yeah. And yeah. Big Bend State Park. Okay. That'd be good. Bucket good. list things for, for me. Uh, some other facts about t- Tyler McCumber. You know about him, right? F- f- son of uh, Mark McCumber. But he's like this extreme sports guy. Yeah. Like He's like real. He's not fake, Ricky. He's like real, like real, still into it. Did you see Matias Schwab is sponsored by Red Bull? Do you think Ricky's a little jealous? He's got the Red Bull hat. Is Bryson still with Red Bull? It doesn't seem like that. That wouldn't jive with this whole Orgain and all that stuff. He used to be a Red Bull guy, too. Yeah, you know, Ricky might be jealous. No, but McCumber, in winter of 2017, he embarked on a six-week trip in Australia and New Zealand where he hitchhiked with only a surfboard in his backpack. In addition to surfing, he does downhill BMX trail riding and skydiving. And his favorite quote is, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. 
guy sounds like a real like cultured character like actually does stuff he's not a like pga tour robot one day we should make a rankings of the most interesting people on the pga tour to the least interesting I mean, winner of 2017, he's hitchhiking with a surfboard and backpack in New Zealand and Australia. Winner of 2020, he's on the PGA Tour. Who do you think, who's least likely on the tour to do that? Go hitchhiking in a foreign country with their backpack. Um, Give me a second. Grayson Murray. Jim Herman. Probably wouldn't do that at this point in his life. I think Jim Herman might go do that. You know, if if he knew that there was some advantage to be gained on the golf course. Yeah. I'd say, uh, what about Chris Stroud? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric Axley. <laughs> we don't even know anything about him. I hear he's an asshole. Like, oh, really? <laughs> I've 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 met some people. I've met more than one person that's played at a pro am with Eric Axley and said that he was the biggest asshole in the world. Wow, Eric Axley facts. They called him Eric Asshole. <laughs> How about that? Uh, other facts. Top five. You know about? Um, I think he was supposed to be a Von Taylor fan. would be on the list too. <laughs> In his, uh, in his like Michelob Ultra hat, or what does he have? He's some some beer hat. Um, you know, a great reality show would be Ted Purdy doing it. <laughs> you know, Jinjun Zhang in the top five this week. Yeah, you know about his past, right? Yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, questionable things, right? But he grew up in like a remote town. He had to climb a mountain to get out, just to go to school, to do anything. And he would climb this mountain. He started working at a golf club. Climb started a caddy. mountain to get yes to get anywhere to go to school. He had to climb a mountain to go to to get out of his village. He had to climb a mountain. So he started working on some golf course. He had to climb a mountain every day. Some really poor countryside is where That's he grew unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. It's kind of amazing, but he's also on PGA Tour China. He signed two incorrect scorecards. I found some article. I, I wanted to research these top five guys. We didn't do a real fan vote Friday. You forgot to put the poll up, or I forgot to tell you to put the poll up. Oh, yeah, we one didn't one pick the other. groups. We didn't even oh, yeah. co- have a conversation about it after after Wednesday. So he signed two incorrect co- scorecards, was banned from competition for six months on PGA Tour China Series. I found the most ridiculous article. It's called The Former Bad Boy of Chinese Golf is Out to Reinvent Himself as an Intriguing... Listen to this. Listen to this. The former bad boy of Chinese golf is out to reinvent himself as an intriguing combination of Rory McIlroy, Henrik Stenson, and Matt Kuchar. How do you get that combination? Who's writing this article? You want to be Rory, the Iceman, and Matt Kuchar. What attributes are you like trying to combine there? So I found that that's, that's like one of the first articles on Jin Jun's chain. So I'll be watching him closely. See if he can climb out of the mountain this week and uh, win at Corrales. Punta call, Cana. call them the bad boy of Chinese golf. You know what that flashed into my, my, uh, my head. What? Do you remember the movie uh, D3 or D2? Yeah. Yeah. When they had the, the guys that uh, the, the bash brothers. Yeah. 
That yeah. should, we should make a golf one graphic with Jin Jung Jang in it, and we have to figure out who the other one would be. Could be Grayson Murray. Fulton, what was the guy's name? Fulton Allen or Fulton Reed? Fulton Allen's a bad boy of golf. He was an asshole. We did a flashback Friday on him. Fulton. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe those are the two bad boys of golf. You imagine folding the album on skates in D three or D two, skating around, pissed off at people's pace of play. I can't believe it. you called him folding the album. All right, this episode's completely worthless. All right, you got anything else on Punta Cana? No, I I don't. I I watched some of it. I I really struggled. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's not. It's. <laughs> A serious point, if you were like the PGL guy and you look out there and you see the strength of field that the Paynes Valley Cup was higher than the Irish Open and the Punta Cana Championship, I'd be a little worried if I were the commissioner of those two tours that I wouldn't be worried. You know, I'd be licking my chops if I was some sort of PGL type. So this was four guys, be- four man field, higher strength of field than the two tournaments. Go ahead. So this was supposed to be opposite the Ryder Cup. And my yes. question is, do we really need an event opposite of the Ryder Cup? Well, it wasn't going to be until it got canceled in March or whenever it was supposed to be. It wasn't originally scheduled. They were just plugging it in, trying to get starts. You know what I'm saying? So like January 1st, there was no opposite event, the Ryder Cup. But, you know, they, they had to make up for lost events in March and April. So. I'm sure I'll watch it on Sunday. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Does Ricky Barnes make the cut? Yeah, he's gonna he's, make the cut. Dutch boy's seven. gonna win. <laughs> okay. Do you think okay. he's wearing an unbranded painter's hat like uh, no sponsors? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Irish Open. Who's our leader there? Oh, Aaron Rye, Ray, Ray. Tyler Dean Burmeister, Jordan Smith. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You see, you see, uh. Patty Harrington carrying around those trees. Yeah. What's the biggest loose impediment you ever moved? Nothing big. Just twigs and stones and things like that. What about you? I don't know. Probably a big, big twig, big branch. Nothing crazy. It harkened back to the the tiger thing, rolling the rock on the desert, Phoenix Open, having all the volunteers. I mean, granted, Harrington could do this by himself, but. I just thought that was that was a little amusing. Hey, All do right. you want to play a little game? Sure. I got uh I got this is Ryder Cup week. Uh-huh. I got the standings up projected. Oh god, I don't know that I want to play this game. Who's going to go, go in and who's going to go out? All right, okay. top 6. These are the who's not going to be in from this top 6 when we when we tee it up next year. DJ, DeChambeau, Morikawa, Kepka, JT, or Webb? DJ, Morikawa, Kepka. I'll say Brooksy, just based on injury alone. I think that's the safe choice. It's hard to imagine any of them. Like, that top six is pretty good. Maybe DJ gets too, uh, too into the party boat life. A lot of uh, Paulina is posting social videos that people are sending us from the party boat that we've heard about. Tiger, uh, Michael Jordan's old yacht. Do you think that is DJ's apparently just touch a club for like the next month? No, 
No. We got Sanderson Field coming out tomorrow. I wonder if he commits to that. Goes to Jackson. Uh, why? Would you say anybody other than Brooks? I'm not suggesting right Brooks line. will, but I, he's the best bet, I would say, just for injuries alone. Then, the, then it goes Xander, Reed, Finau, Berger, Wolf, Woodland, Kisner, English, Woods, Kucher. This would have been an easy year to make the team. I mean, to, to there, I don't think there were a lot of debates, quite honestly. I think you would go at the top 11 and Tiger. And Woodland got hurt, I think, is basically what it would have been. Just the top 11 and Tiger. Yeah, that makes it would have sense. been easy. There wasn't, there wasn't would, a lot of guys. Would Phil have been an assistant captain? I don't know. I don't know. Driving carts around. Are you around ready for or... Phil to be a captain? Sure. Sure. He's going to have a lot of pressure on him. You know? Yeah. He's going to have to, you know. Anyways. All right, what about Euros? Euros? Fleetwood, on the European points, Fleetwood, Rom, McElroy, Victor Perez. Young guy. Uh, then on the world points, this, these are the ones that are locked in. Tyrrell, Hatton, Willett, Fitzy, Westy, and the Burned. Another Austrian. The Burnt Cheeseburger. I wonder if he and, he and the septic tank talk about you know what it was like to continue to live in Austria versus Valdosta, Georgia. What you know the two, the roads diverged in the wood, and you know, I think Septic went to Valdosta. Is, is uh, Austrian too? Yeah, he is. The Euros. I mean, that's that's. There's a lot of volatility in those, right? Like you could get a Kazia that wins, goes on a hot streak, and all of a sudden has European points. So I there's some volatility in that. Then, you know. McDowell's in tenth on the world points. I don't understand how that. He won that Saudi event, Saudi International, oh, yeah. way back when. So Stenson, uh, Schwab, Rafa. I doubt. I can't imagine Henrik Stenson will make it. What right? about a captain's pick? It could be. Although Bjorn picked him, just because. Right, he's like Justin Rose needs him for his you know like what's mood. Crazy? Justin Rose on the world points list isn't in the top 16. That's crazy. Anma. The Anma. The Anma effect. We're still dealing with the Anma fallout. All right. That's enough, right? You got anything else? Uh, no, I don't I don't have anything else. Do you have gotta, anything else? You don't want to talk about Big Cedar anymore? You don't want to uh, you know, go into that at all? I've got nothing. I've got nothing. My kids are coming in. Oh, we got merchandise. 1 p.m. Eastern. New High noon Central. High noon. We got some, you know, everything we put out, I think is good. Or else we would, you know, we wouldn't do it. I approve of it. It's something I would wear. These pullovers, quarter zips we got coming at 1 o'clock, I think are among the favorite, my most favorite thing that we've ever done. I think they're. Very sharp looking. It is a thing that I would wear if I was unaffiliated with this podcast. So those will be out. Wool hats will be out. Next week, we got mugs. The wool hats Thick. are yeah. awesome. I have one of a fried egg one. And okay. this time of year, it's Now, money. that's a thing I push back on. I only I usually only wear like performance and ropes. But you, you're you going to evangelize for the wool hats? When it's 55 degrees out Okay. and you got a nice melting wool hat on, Okay. You're, All right. You're pretty happy. All right. This was unplanned. Okay. I don't have a hat. wool hat. 
I would I would push for the quarter zips. Those will be on at one o'clock. There'll be a. Uh, there's also for for sweaty people. There's uh <laughs> performance fabric polos in there too. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> sweaty people gravitate towards that. So one o'clock. I think the pullovers or the Q zips will go fast, but we'll see. All right, we're out of here. Look for that noon tomorrow. Everyone enjoy your weekends. My teacher or my kid's teacher emailed happy almost Friday today. That was a subject line. <laughs> happy almost Friday. I got to kind of respond like it's actually Friday, Junior. You know, that's our, that's the appropriate terminology. Don't be teaching my kid anything else. All right, everyone enjoy your Fridays. We will be back with you on uh, Monday.